your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. We go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and EJ Raddick of NHL Network, who I believe has some familiarity with Alexa Dat, joins us now. EJ, it's <laughs> always good to have you with us. How are you doing? Hi, uh, Grandy. Yes, I do have familiarity with Alexa Dat because I worked with her at uh, MLB Network, where the NHL Network is housed. So, uh, And I'm very excited for her to have the great opportunity she's getting there in St. Louis, so uh, I'm happy to be on with both of you. Hi, EJ. So good to hear your voice. <laughs> I see you all the time up on my TV, and so to be able to get to talk to you again uh, is awesome. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm, and I see you on, on my TV as well, so I'm glad things are going well. And uh, hey, big game yesterday, and the Blues found a way to get a win, so we're, we're two out of three down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, here in St. Louis, Blues fans were pretty nervous going into that game, but they come out feeling uh, like a whole new, uh, you know, kind of fan, you know. But now you take that confidence and you got to go back to Minnesota. So how do you feel from a, more of a national perspective about this series and how it's going to play out? Well, it's it's been tough, I think, for St. Louis with the injuries on defense. I mean, to lose Letty and to lose Crew and to have Bortuzzo out of the lineup. I mean, teams usually don't survive those kind of injuries in the postseason, but, uh, you know, they really leaned on Colton Pareko and Justin Falk yesterday. Both guys played over 30 minutes. They had 7-D in the lineup technically, but, uh, you know, Scandella, who's been dealing with injury, barely played. And, uh, you know, Santini didn't, didn't play very much either, so... You know, they really did lean on those two guys a lot, and uh, they were able to find a way. And, uh, and Scott Perunovich, who hadn't played in a, in a good while, um, you know, I thought he played well in, in the minutes he played, particularly on the power play. He was snapping the fuck around. I mean, to come in and to, to jump into that situation and to, I think, to play it with as much confidence as he displayed in the game, I was impressed. So uh, Craig Ruby has kind of shuffled the deck. He's had to. And uh, – Going to Jordan Bennington yesterday, I think that was kind of a that was a bold call. Even though Bennington has been a Stanley Cup winner, I mean, Huso has been the goalie really for most of the second half of the season. So uh, you know, the St. Louis Blues, I think they they knew they needed to, to to really shuffle the deck and came out with a good performance. EJ, I think one of the things that we've had trouble coming to grips with here in St. Louis is that the style that the Blues employed when they won the Cup three years ago is a different style than now. Finding their game in 2022 is different than finding their game in 2019. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's funny. In 2019, the Blues were big, strong, long, hard to play against on defense. Uh, they'd get the puck in deep, really work the cycle game, wear you down. And, you know, Jordan Bennington was asked to be good, but he wasn't asked to make too many monster saves on a night-to-night basis because the Blues defended really well and they were just hard to deal with in the D zone. This team, 
they, with obviously, you guys know the personnel changes they've had over the last couple of years. Petrangelo's gone. Uh, Boomeister is gone. I mean, you go, you go through the group. They're just not as big and long and strong. They're kind of a more uh, of a smaller group on defense, but yet they're more dangerous offensively. I mean, they had that top nine group of forwards. I mean, I think all of them had 20 goals. So, you know, they're much more offensive minded. They can beat you off the rush. They, they play kind of a different game and they, and because of that, they do ask their goaltender to do more. And that's why, you know, Huso was really uh, someone that was really vital to that team this year because he played very, very well for them on a consistent basis. Um, so you're right. It's a different kind of group and, uh, and it's fine when Krug is healthy and Letty is healthy and Bortuzzo is healthy and they can kind of get through with the group of defense they have now, but they're really stretched with these injuries. And, you know, that's going to be the difficult part playing against Minnesota because Minnesota is kind of a big, strong, likes to grind off the, you know, on the cycle game and, and really wear you down defensively or, you know, with their, with their forwards in the, in the, uh, in the offensive zone. So it's more, it's even more of a challenge with all those guys out for St. Louis now, but you're absolutely right. It's kind of funny. The teams are only separated. The blues 19 team and the blues 22 team aren't that far apart. And there's a lot of similar players, obviously from the, on the both teams, but it is, they are two different teams in the way they approach things. EJ, when you see Jordan Kyrou have a game like he did yesterday, and obviously on the national stage, he steps up in a big way during that Winter Classic and during the All-Star break. Where do you feel like his ceiling is for this series? Well, he's a, he's a terrific player. I mean, he got off to a, a really good start this season. You know, I would say somewhere in February, it was, you know, February, March, he kind of slowed down a little bit. Robert Thomas kind of took off that line with Thomas Tarasenko uh, and, uh, and Bushnevich really, really uh, took off for them. And, but I think uh, Kairou's game is resurfacing. Uh, it's resurfaced late in the season. It's resurfacing again at just the right time. He was terrific in the game yesterday and made a couple, had a couple of great goals. The second one in particular was just uh, what we've seen from him. He's been a little bit of a thorn in the side of the Minnesota Wild. Alexa, as you mentioned, at the Winter Classic, he kind of torched them in that you know, uh, you know, multi-goal second period. So um, they need him. I mean, they they need all hands on deck right now. They need to to be able to to hopefully get out of their zone, and and then really attack with those forwards off the rush, and also able to keep try to keep pucks in and get the cycle game going and keep Minnesota pinned down in their end. If you're going to beat most teams, and I would say certainly the Minnesota Wild are no different, is you want to get get that puck behind their defenseman, work their defense, and make it hard for them. And I think St. Louis did that in stretches of the game yesterday that made it, you know, made their team more effective. So he's a big part of that. They get, uh, you know, like I say, they have a lot of different contributions from, from different forwards. They shook it up yesterday. They went to the 11 forward, seven defense look, and that gives them an opportunity to play, you know, maybe even another, you know, minute here, minute there for some of the high end forwards. But, uh, you know, he's a big part of things for that team. And uh, it's going to be a challenge, let's face it. You know, you're missing that many defensemen back there. Uh, Falk and, and Pareko were unbelievable yesterday, both over 30 minutes. It's going to really be a challenge over these next couple of games. NHL Network's EJ Raddick with us on 101 ESPN. And EJ, it seems like the only team that has really consistently found their game among the 16 in the playoffs is Colorado. Otherwise, there's been a lot of inconsistency. Why do you think that's been the case? Well, I think that's the case because Colorado's playing a team that has, doesn't have their goalie. 
<laughs> yeah, right. That, I mean, Colorado's really good. We all know Colorado's really good. They come in as kind of, there's a favorite in the postseason this year. It's Colorado, but you know they are playing a Nashville team that is playing without a really important piece of the puzzle, and that's uh, you know their goaltender UC Soros. He has been uh, he has been the backbone of that group going back to the middle of last season, and uh, that injury that he suffered late in the year was just you know really ill time for that franchise and. You know, when you, as you guys saw, I think I go back to Bennington in 2019, is like the Blues had struggled with inconsistent goaltending. They'd had a good team for many, many years. And, you know, just had Jake Allen, you know, he had his moments when he was good, but in the big moments, it was a struggle. And when Bennington came in, he gave like a baseline of really good goaltending. And the Blues were able to take off from there with their group. They had confidence. They, they felt good that the guy behind them was going to be, was going to be consistently solid. And in Nashville, they asked UC Soros to do much more than that. And he has been just terrific over the last, I would say, 18 months on the calendar. And for him to be out, now all the good work they try to do in games gets undermined by inconsistent goaltending. So, uh, you know, I think they're in a tough spot and certainly playing against the Colorado Avalanche team that can really expose, uh, you know, a a goaltending problem. So, you know, the Avalanche are in a good spot. They're taking full advantage of it. We'll see if they can wrap things up tonight. But I agree with you. Everything else, it's been very hard to figure. I mean, look at L.A. and Edmonton. L.A. wins game one by a goal. The next two games, Edmonton blow out L.A. Last night, the Kings shut out the Oilers. So, I mean, that's just one series. And you go right through all of them. There's been so much inconsistency back and forth. Or just I wouldn't even say inconsistency. I would just say, you know, it's like two sides pulling a rope and a tug of war. And you go back and forth because – there's not a lot that separates these teams in the National Hockey League these days. Yeah, I feel like no series has exemplified that more than the Maple Leafs Lightning, which has been pretty exciting. Oh. Tied at two, EJ. How do you predict that one shakes out? Boy, oh boy, Alexia. I don't know if I can predict anything anymore. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's too crazy. It's, but, you know, like that's another great example. The Leafs look like world beaters in game one. Like, you know, I, I joked with my colleague Jackie Redmond, who's a big, you know, from Toronto and a big you know, Leafs fan. And, you know, I said that if I was great in game one, that would have been a plus, plus, plus. I mean, the Leafs were so good in game one. And then what happens? Tampa turns around and, and kind of, uh, you know, knocks their socks off in game two. And then the same thing we saw game three, Toronto off to a good start. They win game four, Tampa off to a good start. They win. So I I think in the end you have to, I, I think objectively you have to still give Tampa the advantage because they have, I think a decided advantage in goal with Vasilevsky. And then they just got head been on defense. They've got guys who've done it. They've won back-to-back Stanley Cups, but the Toronto Maple Leafs have a really good team. And, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating to watch those last three games because the, there's the, the gap between those teams isn't as big as people might think. And the question at the end of the day, and this is why I stay with Tampa, Alexa, is because at the end of the day at a big spot, I just trust Vasilevsky to make saves more than I do Campbell, based on the history. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good history to have. EJ, as always, we love hearing your voice, and we love your work at NHL Network. Thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning, and hopefully the Blues can pull this one out, and we'll be able to talk as the playoffs unfold. All right, well, I hope so. I like the Blues team this year, and I I feel bad because of the injuries, but we'll see with Craig Berube and company have in store. It should be a fun couple of games. Alexa, keep up the good work. I'll be watching, and I hope all the good people in St. Louis take good care of you there. They are, EJ. So good to hear from you, and uh, yeah, you keep up the good work as well.
All right, we'll try. We'll try. That's our friend DJ Raddick of NHL Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.